Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast comes with a powerful message. It's garming. There's a fuckload of 50-year-olds that think their life is over. That think it's over because they've been playing for 30 years professionally. They're tired. They've been an accountant for 30 years. They hate it, but they don't see any way out because they don't realize that there's Instagram Live, because they don't realize that there's Facebook groups, because they don't realize that they can do a blog, because they don't realize they're a great writer, and if they did 14 medium posts, they can blow up. And so I'm on a mission to get them to understand that there's still 30, 40 years of amazing things. Modern health, these people are gonna be healthy for another 30 years. 30? You know how much shit you can get done in 30 years, Avi? You were 14 30 years ago, Av. How old are you? You were fucking negative seven, motherfucker. (laughs) This motherfucker was negative seven. (laughs) Yeah. Negative seven, you know how long that was? That's fucking young. Hell yeah. So, it's never too late. Go out there and live your fucking life. Handle your business. Uh-huh. Listen to Gary V. Make a 30-year plan. Listen to Kevin MacLeod. <laughs> He's got cranking ass beats. Listen to the Natural Habitat Podcast. They talk about all kinds of stuff. And listen to your gut. Unless your gut's telling you you have to poop, then you should probably wait till you get to a toilet. That part. Yeah. All right. Uh, come on. Okay. There it is. We're brought that to you by that. That was negative seven. We're brought to you by negative seven. You ready to start this? Yep. <laughs> Hello, boys and girls in third bathroom. Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Booyah. My name is, what are we doing today? Well, it's Seven Wonders Week. Oh, damn it. Your name My, is? It's still the Great Pyramids. The Great Pyramids. <laughs> I thought you were going to change it to Petra. No. No? We found her, remember? Yeah, 50 facts about Petra. Yeah, she's cool. We're going to learn she's- all about her later. Yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> so it's Seven Wonders Week. We got Petra in the house. Uh, Shout out to Petra. We were talking uh, on Tuesday about the <laughs> Seven Wonders of the World, the ancient Seven Wonders, that is. Oh. And for a lot of people that are familiar with these wonders, there's a whole new list. There's a whole new list of new wonders that was made in like 2000. Modern wonders, you would say. Some Some would say. They're, yeah, they're modern, but still super ancient for some reason. And I think it's just uh, more things that are actually here. Because as we were going through the list of the Seven Wonders, a lot of it's gone. It's all been all destroyed. Of all of it, except for the Great Pyramids. Yeah, which does account, which is also in the new list, right? Yeah, that one That one is an, a, is an original Seven Wonder of the World. But it is number eight on the new list of seven wonders so it's like an extra one on that list 
Okay, so let me break it down. Break it. Um, the original Seven Wonders, all six were Greek, except for the pyramids. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. So, yeah. I'm gonna no. try to I'm trying to burp into the microphone as much I'm, as I can. I'm gonna say I'm gonna call bullshit. Yeah. On them. You're gonna say that it was just that uh, uh, Alex Alexander Alexandria guy. Yeah, I'm saying uh, I'm saying there was no seven. I, I think there was probably only six. Yeah. Yeah, and him just throwing the pyramids out there was just like. A brazen way of saying you're like the king of everything, and these are mine too now, or something, you know. Like, <laughs> okay, but I see. Uh, yeah, yeah, I see what you're getting at. That definitely could be it. But uh, so them being in the modern version is cool. Yeah, this you know, new because like they're still around. They're and it's know. because Egypt was mad when they found out that they were making a new list. Egypt was like, wait a minute, but the pyramids are great. People come here all the time. And they didn't want to have to compete with the Statue of Liberty and the fucking big old, uh, what's the place in Sydney, Australia? Never heard of it. Um, if you want to break it down <laughs> further, <laughs> you know, uh, the pyramids were from a, a pre-period of all the other wonders. So the pyramids are part of the wonder wonder wonders. And then the ancient wonder wonders were the fucking Alexander the Great period wonders. And then the modern wonders are just the ancient wonders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> modern, uh, modern wonders are the ancient wonders. True. Just right? regular ancient, yeah. Yeah, and then now the new age will be like regular modern yeah the new age will be like reddit and stuff like that we'll yeah be like and then a like the, the super future one will be like just a regular yeah that'll be like the first millennium falcon that we build that yeah, actually that. flies will be one of will definitely be a wonder of the world so yeah. uh i found out that these they're really building the millennium falcon they are <laughs> where'd you find this news I don't uh, know. they already built it for the force awakens but did it fly? No, but all they got to do is just put some fucking thrusters in there and it's over. I don't know. And maybe a window. Looks like they don't have a front window either. Spaceships don't need windows. They got all kinds of gadgets. Spaceships absolutely do need windows. No, that's a human trait. Okay, well, then they need walls where the windows should be. You can't just have holes. <laughs> well, yeah, no, for sure. I'm talking yeah. about lack of holes, not, you know, <laughs> not really the absence of windows. Just, I don't want holes. Spaceships, I would hope. That his spaceship's computers are so smart that you don't even need to steer the motherfucker, that they know where to go and when to go. Yeah, they should figure it out. Yeah. But I would still want windows for the view. I want to be able to see all the crazy shit that's going on. I don't want to just see a computer representation of it or some sort of camera from outside. It'll be a hologram. That's the future. Oh, it's like like the planes that have the fucking, uh, like the virtual bottom. Yeah. So you look down and they use a bunch of cameras outside the plane and it just makes it look like there's no floor. Yeah. Have you seen that shit? Nope. That is insane. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're doing that on regular um, flights soon. Uh-huh. They're going to have windowless planes, and they're going to project what's outside on the inside of the plane, and it's going to be like you're flying in an invisible plane, and you're not going to – you're going to see, like, the ground and everything beneath you. Yeah. How fucked up would that be? How, how crazy would it be if you, like, got on one of these flights, and then you were, like, asleep? When it takes off, and then you wake up, and like you're like floating, 
Because everything around you looks like the sky and the clouds and the ground underneath you and shit. Like, that would be the ultimate thing, I think. That would be one of the ultimate things. That'd be crazy Such as fuck. A, yeah, even if you were just sitting on the ground and they were playing this, like, 30,000 feet video, <laughs> you would feel like you're really up there no matter what, you know? You would feel like you're flying. You could be just sitting on the ground and somebody could just be, like, shaking the plane. Uh-huh. It's just <laughs> like, uh, it's, it's just like... Like with virtual reality, like how virtual reality tricks your brain yeah. into thinking that you're going to be in trouble even though you're not in any danger at all. That's crazy future. Mm -hmm. we're, we're aligning ourselves with this crazy future. That's where we're moving, and that's going to be the new seven wonder of the world is a see-through plane. Yeah, it's going to be these pretend see-through planes, <laughs> mm -hmm. these hologram planes that like say that you're going places, but you never really go anywhere. <laughs> okay, what if this? What if, like, what if the plane... Is uh, you you're gonna have these cameras and this like virtual thing inside on the inner walls, so you could kind of like sugarcoat the outside for the people on the inside. Say if you fly over like a very impoverished area, they can make it look a lot nicer than it is. Or say if everything's all fucked up from like you know uh like pollution and global warming, and you're like driving th or driving driving in the sky in your plane like over Los Angeles and it's just all brown and nasty. Well, they can make it look all beautiful because they can alter the image on its way, like in between the cameras and the screen, they can alter it. So they can make everything look a lot, a lot nicer than it really is. It's got a lot nicer. It look a lot. That's what I'm going to do. Uh yeah. Then you could it, be you could be flying over lava pits and like the land of Mordor and shit when you're really just over Wisconsin. Yeah, but that's my point. Like once it gets to that point, who's to say you ever go anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I would hope so. I would hope they take Think about how how deeper we're layering the simulation here. You know what I'm saying? Like we're a fucking a simulated simulation inside of a simulation. <laughs> yeah, that's projecting a simulation on the walls. Yeah, it's getting deep, bro. We're cutting through the fucking... It's like seven layers of simulation. That's how you break time-space. It's like the way, down. like, you know how fucking... Uh, D-Bag was talking about um, the the hologram life that we're in, the, in the parallel universes, like how it goes off the color spectrum and like each color spectrum is a different fucking dimension or whatever and like we're we're all existing in the same place uh -huh. at once together but we just can't see it all. Mm -hmm. It's like that. Yep. That's crazy, man. It's getting deep, bro. So deep. We're getting those planes. Cut deep, bro. It's going to happen. We're going to fly them into the ocean. All right. We should get back on track with this <laughs> with the Seven Wonders. The new that's seven wonders. That's the new seven wonder right there. That's gonna be one. But uh this list was made in nineteen ninety nine by a Swiss adventurer named Bernard Weber. And hey, here's Prince. here's the dope thing about this list is that it wasn't made by Alexander the Great or by some Swiss explorer. He put two hundred nominations that were compiled by a bunch of people, narrowed down to seventy and then twenty one and then seven. And the voting system was all online or via text message. So the voting was open for so long. Anybody could vote online or just text the number. Bada boom. And this was like in the early, early days of 
text 58437. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what if it was only 12 people? Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, you know, like, we we don't know who the fuck voted for that. Well, it's a cool uh, idea. It would have been cooler if it was, like, on uh, whatever, whatever was super popular at that time. There was over 100 million votes tallied. How, Sway? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. How? That the, we, we can't even get 100 million people to vote for president. How? That's not even possible. Group reported that more than 100 million votes received they via lied. internet and cell phone message. So, they yeah, that was just them reporting it. They're such liars. Mm-hmm. Well? 100 million votes, and you have fucking right, is what I'm saying. In, in 1999, bro, no. They're straight up lying to us right now. I don't know. Huh? It's like, uh, maybe, but then again... Yeah. They had a, they probably had like little kiosks set up at places. Like if you go to like some busy place or in any of the places that are on the list, they're probably like, hey, come over here and vote. Come over here and vote. Just put in your fucking name and your address and vote for the seventh wonder. So, yeah, but how they could like rope people in, you know what I mean? No, because a hundred million people don't even watch the Olympics, you know? Well, I don't know, man. That's a lot of fucking people. A hundred million people is a third of America. There was also a lot less things to pay attention to 16 years ago. Yeah, but there was a lot less ways to reach that many people also. The internet wasn't as big as it was. As it is. As it was, it is. As it was, it is. Well, you know. I don't know, man. What we got to do is we got to find these people that did this count. Put them on trial. It's a witch hunt. I'm telling you. We'll put them on trial. Hold and on. when we find out they're Hold lying, on. we're burning them at the stake. Hold on. They're never going to talk to us if we have this attitude. So what we have to do <laughs> is we got to pretend to be cool and then flip it when they're here. All right? Yeah. I'll so get we got steaks, we got to be like, look, we really appreciate it. We really love what you did with the Seven Wonders. We want to we wanna know how you got this many people in the time that you did in the early days of the internet. So, yeah. you know, let's make it happen. Let's talk nope. about it. I know. The only way they could have possibly done it is if they made every single person who bought the Nokia phone back then <laughs> take yeah. the squares when they bought the phone because that's the only fucking way that shit was happening. To, to, ac- <laughs> to activate the phone, you had to text the number. Yeah, yeah. And, like, fucking give me your answer. That was that time, too. 99 shit. That's when that little phone was out. Yeah, maybe. Ah, pow. That's the only way, bro. That could have been it. It's the only way. See? All they got to do is just get a deal with something like that and it's over. Shit. See, but I, I feel like if they did that, they would have gotten more than 100 million votes. I don't know. It would have been every person on the planet. Because I'm pretty sure everybody bought one of those Nokia phones. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's start this list and go through these new ancient wonders of the world. Do you uh, have, like, a vote tally of, like, which one was voted the most popular or, like, any uh, of that? I do not. All right. I should. They should let's, have something like that available. Let's take our own tally. We'll do it. All right. Uh, we got a bunch of videos from our friend at One Minute Class. So, dude. Mm-hmm. Here's the first one, which is a personal favorite of mine. I think it's dope and crazy looking. Christ the Redeemer. Number five. Amazing facts you didn't know about Christ the Redeemer. Christ the Redeemer is a statue in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil that was built as a symbol of Brazilian Christianity. Christ the Redeemer is the largest Art Deco statue in the world. It is 98 feet tall 
29.2 meters, not including the pedestal, and the arms stretch to 92 feet, 28 meters wide. The statue weighs approximately 635 tons. Christ the Redeemer is located in Tiuca Forest National Forest, at the top of the Corcovado Mountain. The statue is considered an icon of Rio de Janeiro and Brazil. The stones that were used to build Christ the Redeemer came from Sweden. The statue was completed in 1931. It officially opened on October 12, 1931. The cost in 1931 was approximately 250,000 US. Today that would roughly be the equivalent of 3.2 million US. Dang. That is big, but 98 feet is the same size as the Statue of Liberty. And the Statue of Liberty has 50 foot footings underneath as well. So that makes it 150 feet. Yeah. But, um, still, it's bath, bro. <laughs> they, it's, you know what I'm saying? That's bath. It's bath, bro. It's big as fuck. Yeah, man. That's pretty crazy. And I think why it's like I really dig it, and I think why I like it so much is because it reminds me of, uh, I'm trying to look it up. This thing, the, Call of Duty. the fucking, the Christ statue that's like underwater. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And divers like, divers like swim down to it. It's like the same exact one. Yeah. Same thing. He like has his arms stretched out and shit. But, uh, divers like swim is that real or is that like just some sort of cgi thing <laughs> it's real no there's there's that and then there's a bunch of other places where they like they have um statues like purposely made and put under for like you know it's like art exhibits underwater dang all right yeah so it's uh it's called christ of the abyss and it's a submerged bronze statue of jesus christ in the mediterranean sea it's fucking crazy, dude. Apparently, there's a whole bunch of underwater statues that we can go see. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, that one's nuts. I did so it. cool. Yeah, I would, I would uh, definitely trip out on that one if I was over in Rio de Janeiro. Uh, hey. Yeah, I, I would fuck with it for sure. I would make the hike up to it or whatever, you know, because that's always cool nature and whatnot. Didn't somebody, uh, somebody like jumped off of it? I wouldn't doubt it. People are crazy. Well, I mean, a bunch of people jumped off of it, but it was in like in uh, like Jackass or like one of the like Bam Bam Margera things, maybe like a CKY. Never. Was that his thing? CKY was that the old like videos where they used to fuck around? KY KY that's, Jelly. That's his thing. That's what it was. Yeah. And then uh, who was that fucking? Who's that skateboarder? Mike Valley, and he Never. fought like four dudes in a parking lot at once. Vallejo. Yeah, Vallejo. Vallarder. All right, number four. <laughs> number four. The Great Wall of China. Amazing facts you didn't know about the Great Wall of China. Originally, the Great Wall of China wall was a series of several walls that were eventually joined together. The first was built in the 7th century BC. The wall served several purposes such as protection, control, taxes, immigration and emigration, 
and it was even used as a transportation corridor. While the Great Wall of China was being built, it was commonly referred to as the longest cemetery on earth. It is estimated that more than 1 million people died during construction. It is the longest structure in the world built by man. Archaeological surveys have estimated the length of the wall to be 30,171 miles, 21,196 meters long. Due to erosion, there is a section of the Great Wall that may disappear in the next 20 years. In the 2008 Summer Olympics, the Great Wall of China was the finished spot for a cycling course. Crazy. That wall's going down in 20 years. Part, a piece of it, they said, just a piece. Yeah, well, that's all it takes. You got a hole and the damn Mongolians are going to come in. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, uh, shout out to, what What are we going to say? It's all archaeologists that are retarded? Or who is it? <laughs> who is it that says every fucking thing ever is a tomb just because you find bodies there? Right? You know what I'm saying? Bro. There's bodies everywhere on Earth. It's like, the world's like, biggest cemetery. People die working on shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you going to call every dam, like the Hoover Dam, all these dams that we got, those are fucking tombs? Yeah. Hey, this is a great tomb of America yep. from 1925 or whatever they say. You know, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh-huh. We, we about? went over this on Tuesday, and all you got to do is find a bone, and it's a tomb. Hey, the, the world's longest tomb. <laughs> <laughs> the Great Wall of China, the, the pyramids, the biggest fucking things on Earth. Oh, this must be a tomb. Yeah, big right? old tomb. Somebody yeah. must have been that important. His dick was so big. So this next, he had to have a tomb. So this next room. one is definitely a tomb. Yeah. If we're going by these rules, because this is the Colosseum. Tomb. And if bro. anybody knows anybody about the Colosseum, it's a tomb for sure. It's fucking tomb. It's an animal tomb. It's Number a fucking people three. tomb. <laughs> It's a tomb. Lion tomb. Amazing facts you didn't know about the Colosseum. The Colosseum is an amphitheater in the center of the city Rome in Italy. It is the largest amphitheater in the world and considered to be one of the greatest Roman architecture and engineering works. It was used for a variety of events and could hold 50,000 people. It took 60,000 Jewish slaves to build the Colosseum. It was built of stone and concrete. Some of the events and games that were held in the Colosseum lasted for up to 100 days. In the early medieval era it was no longer used for entertainment purposes. After the Colosseum was partially destroyed by the earthquake, some of the fallen pieces were used to build St. Peter's Basilica. It is one of the most popular Roman tourist attractions today. Ray Charles, Paul McCartney, Billy Joel and Elton John have all performed concerts at the Colosseum. That's crazy. Yeah, so 50,000 people is like um, any call, any like giant Colosseum <coughs> that we have today. Mm. Any fucking huge stadium that we have. Like The biggest stadiums fit between like 60 to like a hundred thousand people or something. So like, and those are the biggest. So for something that old to fit fifty thousand people in it, that's crazy. That's super big, and that's a fucking that's a huge accomplishment, huge fucking statement. 
And when you got fifty fucking thousand people there, yeah, we're looking going, at going crazy. Uh, we're looking at like Yankee Stadium holds fifty thousand two hundred ninety one. Yeah, that's huge for that long ago because there might not have even been 50,000 people who lived there immediately around that area. <laughs> people would like have to come from the next places over and shit too to come feel that motherfucker, you know? It would be people from all over to come to these events probably. Yeah. And and also I'm going to call bullshit again. Every time every time I'm calling bullshit on these facts, it's not 1 minute classes facts. This is history's facts. 1 minute class is just saying things that we've all been taught and is saying the facts that are in the history books as of now. And I'm just calling bullshit on history, saying that history got it wrong. You know, um, 60,000 slaves to build that shit. I'm not buying that either. I'm, I'm saying people in general have probably always worked smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. And when, when we broke down the pyramids, that was a perfect example of like, the how they used a way less amount of people than than history probably thought and i'm gonna say that's true to everything um you know nobody really had that that um that much reach really unless you were genghis khan and populated the fucking planet you know i mean like you really didn't have ten thousand slaves or sixty thousand slaves to fucking make do shit for you that were that was worth it to you to just fucking kill them or whatever because they were all dollar amounts you know like and it takes it takes skilled workers to make these things so uh-huh. you're not just stealing some people and saying here bitch make this <coughs> build this <You> know? perfectly <laughs> and make it stand for fucking hundreds of years <laughs> yeah you're gonna take more time teaching motherfuckers shit than than hiring artisans and people who know what the fuck they're doing, you know, and it, it makes zero sense. You couldn't do it today. How the fuck do you think they could have done it that way then? And that's where the questions come into play. Yeah, it's true. Fucking uh, the Coliseum was super savage. That's like one yeah. of my favorite things. Yeah, that's a huge thing. Is to hear about all the shit and how they used to like how they used to fill it up with water and then do ship battles in there. That's insane as fuck. And they just proved that like recently, and it showed like all the leak ports and like the water line and all this shit. And they would fill it up, and then just bring in ships and fucking shoot at each other, and everybody would watch. It's the coolest shit ever. Yeah, that's so dope. That's so sick. We got to do a whole episode on that. Yeah, and then we could do fucking uh, Gladiator for Saturday matinee, <laughs> and he could just fucking Russell Crow it up the whole time. Yeah. All right. This next one, shout out to our homeboy, Giorgio Suclos. He's the one that found this place, right? Uh, I would not give him that much credit. M- Mucho Picchu? I seriously doubt he's the one who found Or was it. it a different one? I don't think he ever found anything. <laughs> he can't even find a comb. Okay, let's watch this. I'm going to see. I'm going to see what he found. Amazing facts you didn't know about Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu is an Inca site in Peru that is thought to have been built as an estate for Pachacuta, an Incan emperor. It was built in the 15th century, approximately around 1450. Machu Picchu is also known as the lost city of the Incas. It is located on the eastern Andes mountain slopes in a tropical mountain forest. It is 7,970 feet 2,429 meters above sea level. 
Machu Picchu was built with polished dry stone walls. One of the reasons Machu Picchu may have been abandoned is because of an outbreak of smallpox. To visit the site today it takes either a 4-day or 2-day journey by foot. In an effort to reduce the number of tourists to the site, there are now rules as to how many people can visit Machu Picchu in a day. In 2008, Machu Picchu was placed on the watch list of the 100 most endangered sites in the world by the World Monuments Fund. Dang. That's nuts, dude. Imagine, like... Imagine just fucking stumbling across this place, <clears throat> hiking, walking through, being the first person to find it, being Giorgio Sulos, <laughs> and you fucking walk up this hill, and you find it, Tomb Raider style. Yeah, it, it would be pretty hardcore, but it's just pretty hardcore that they built it in general, the where it's at, and like how how it stayed um, unknown about for so long. They were like. They were like bird people, you know, like there's some type of birds that live up above canopies and shit that you'd never see because they never come down to the ground for you to be able to see them. Uh -huh. or even other animals and shit, too. They're like a fucking, they're like a crazy new class of people, <laughs> you know, like people live up here, people live over above them, people live down here where us live, the cockroaches, you know, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. They're the bird people. BP. What if they grew wings? Would that be cool? They're like, hey, well, we found out they had wings. And everybody's just like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, if people can state alternate facts, I guess we can too, you know? Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. 60,000 slaves built and engineered the Incan people and gave them wings. Yep. Okay? They're the real bird people. Look it up. It was actually 10,000 because they had wings. So they had the... The efficiency of 60,000. Wings make you six times more efficient. Yeah. All right. This next one is Taj Mahal. Number two. Amazing facts <laughs> you didn't know about. There's supposed to be seven, and we started at five. <laughs> oh, Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal means crown of places. The Taj Mahal took approximately 20 years and approximately 20,000 workers to complete. There were also about 1,000 elephants used to transport the materials needed for construction. The Taj Mahal complex also has additional mausoleums, a mosque, a reflecting pool and a large garden to add to its beauty. The Taj Mahal stands at 561 feet, 180 meters tall. The material used to build the Taj Mahal is white marble. The marble used in construction was brought from many different countries. The color of Taj Mahal appears to change color depending on the time of day. Over 200,000 tourists from overseas and as many as 2 to 4 million people visit the Taj Mahal every year. The cost to build the Taj Mahal was about 35 million rupees which would be about 1 million American dollars. Dang. I want rupees. I like the Taj Mahal. It's actually cool. It's a cool thing. It's a crazy thing. It looks the same from all four sides. Is that crazy or what? Yeah, that's dope. That's a super trip. So, like, no matter which side you're looking at, the building always looks the same. 
Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And I like how it like changes color as the sun sets. Yeah. Or appears to. Yeah. Well, bada boom. I think it deserves to be on the list. Yeah, Taj Mahal is sick. Better than Muchu Pichu. I definitely want to go. I heard it's falling apart also and that um, it's not going to make it for much longer. Like... It's like foundation is like sinking and shit. Like, well, how much is much longer? Like a few hundred years or like ten years? Um, probably like <laughs> out, outside of our lifetime, maybe. But I don't know. Okay, so I don't have to go this year to go see it. I could see it in a couple years. I don't know. Why yeah. wait? I don't know. Hungry? Why wait? Have Snickers. This snap episode is brought to you by Snickers. Snap to a Slim Jim. <laughs> Habitat into a Slim Jim. Interesting facts about Peter Jordan. Okay, Who? this is uh, our guest, Petra. Oh, Petra. Yeah, Petra. And she is uh, actually named after one of our seven wonders. All uh, right, let's, let's, hear, let's hear it. Number one. I was trying to get some information on it. I, ac- I accidentally found her LinkedIn account, and this is the only time that LinkedIn has ever helped me with anything. It linked me up with her and now we're going to talk to her and have her give us some facts about petra jordan petra petra so take it away petra i said smithsonian magazine chose petra as one of the 28 places to see before you die petra is thought to have been established as early as 312 bc it was a capital city of nigatines there is evidence to suggest that between 1550 and 1292 BC settlements had begun in and around Petra. What? What was that last thing you said? Hidden again? 1550 and 1292 BC settlements had begun in and around Petra. Had begun. BC, so in settlements. And okay, so settlements had begun. People started settling around there. Okay. And uh, were the carvings done then or were they done after? Petra was classified as a UNESCO World Heritage Site in 1985. UNESCO also described Petra as one of the most precious cultural properties of man's cultural heritage. In biblical times, the part of the country where Petra lies was assigned to the Horites. Biblical references refer to Petra as the cleft in the rock. It is thought that this was in reference to the entrance. This is the biblical site where it is said that King Orebus ordered the arrest of the Apostle Paul. Petra is referred to as Sela in the Bible. John William Bergen won the New Digate Prize for his poem that described Petra as a rose red city half as old as time. Petra was the center of caravan trade, an important junction for the silk trade. Okay, all right, that's very interesting. So, Sweet. Uh, I think this is, uh, this is great. Just sit tight real quick, one second. Hey, Joey, let me talk to you over here. Uh, I feel like she's just giving us facts about, like, the city. Yeah. And not really about the place. It's like this this beautiful place that's, like, carved into the side of this hill. You know what I heard? What'd you hear? I heard it was, like, a watering hole. It was, like, the only place that held water. It was, like, a cistern. Uh-huh. And it fucking, it collected all this water in this huge underground reservoir tank. And it, and it was a place where people would come to trade. They would bring, like, whatever goods they had. And it was, like, the meeting place. And it was the only place that, to meet in the middle of this big area that actually had water. 
So motherfuckers would do their trading and shit, but the most valuable thing there was obviously the water. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. And uh, and to this day, you can go there, and they do like uh, like a bunch of tours of it. swimming lessons and like. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and uh, they do like a nighttime candle lit. They'll like light a hundred candles at the base of it, and then do like some sort of nighttime tour. Uh, I don't know if everybody like does ayahuasca or what happens, but there's some sort of nighttime events that happen there that you could go do today. Very scary. So that one's dope. Uh, oh. What do we got next? This last one? Two more, right? Uh, no, this is the last one. Only one more. We already did six. So this last one is... Number one. It's a chicken. Or Chichen Itza. Chichen Itza is the second most popular site for visitors to Mexico. It is considered to be one of the seven wonders of the New World. Located on the Yucatan Peninsula, Chichen Itza was a large city built by the Maya people. It thrived from about 600 AD until 1221 when the power in the region shifted to Mayapan. Today it can be visited by tourists and religious pilgrims alike. Dang. Pilgrim. Number 10. Oh! <laughs> oh. At the mouth of the well of the Itza. Uh, Alright, this guy's just going to be giving out random, random quick numbered facts. 10 facts about Sacrifice. Chichen Itza? These sacrifices were made in times of drought, and men, women, and children Wait. would be thrown in the well. Hold they used sinkholes <laughs> in place of human sacrifice. These sacrifices were made in times of drought, and men, women, and children would be thrown in the well as a sacrifice to the Chak God. The Chak God is the Maya God of rain and lightning, and these sacrifices were done to end drought. No. In about 680 <laughs> AD, Chichen Itza has started to gain importance in the region. Between 900 and 1050 AD, Chichen Itza had become a powerful capital. It also controlled northern and central Yucatan at the time. Man, that's crazy. I don't want to go through his whole list. Me neither. His whole numbered list. But uh, that's not dude. It's an old ass Mayan temple. They used to sacrifice fucks there when shit in wasn't going calls. well. We'll throw you into a fucking sinkhole. We don't even know if there's a bottom. Yep. Have fun. You're going. Bye bye. Bye. <gasps> How many people over the years you think tried to throw somebody or something into the sinkhole and the motherfucking edge gives way while they're on it and they fall in too? Uh. <laughs> I, I bet that's happened to so many people so uh, like over such a long period of time. Motherfuckers have always like died trying to do some dumbass shit like that, you know? Yep. Uh, I could just imagine it now. It's like fucking. <laughs> this then, is Sparta! Oh, oh shit! <laughs> yep. And then you're just fucking falling together forever. Yeah, fucking. You're like, damn it. You see what happened, you asshole? Now like, we're both trying fucked. To, trying to grab the body and pull it underneath you. you <laughs> I want you to die first. Yeah, you die first. I might live. Uh huh. It'd be like an epic Lord of the I'd, Rings, Dumbledore, demon. Battle. I'd fucking surf on somebody all the way down the bottom. Hell yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Fucking hang ten, bro. Pretty sure that happened in like a Ninja Turtles game. Pretty sure I'm the fucking human silver surfer now. I'm pretty sure Sure Shock Productions. That's dope. It's <laughs> dope. Uh, only if everybody could see that. Damn it. So uh, we've been uh, we've been doing these one minute classes. Been watching them. Been taking class. Going to school. And we thought that 
we were confident enough to make our own one-minute class, a little short one, and teach you a little something about archaeology. All right. That's what we've been covering here. That's what we've been talking about. So we're going to do it. Natural Habitat, one-minute class on archaeology. All right. So archaeology all started back with that guy from Jurassic Park. You know, the doctor from Jurassic Park with the little claw? And he was like, it'll slice you on the belly from side to side, and your guts will spill out. They're smart, clever girls. Not the guy that said clever girl, but the doctor. Yeah, the main character. No, not the grandpa. The main character guy. Oh. Yeah, he was the archaeologist that was like, I'm digging up bones. And then they came and found him. He started it, but they retold the story to make it current. So right. that's when it all started. You can still be an archaeologist today. Tell them the rules. Rule number one, whenever you make any type of discovery, make sure to claim that it was a tomb. That's right. Whether you find bones or not, it's a tomb. Everything's a tomb. Just go back in history and look. All right. Rule number two. Rule number two, make sure that you state that you had between at least 10,000 and 50,000 slaves to build this. <laughs> yes. Okay. Rule number three. Rule number three, make sure that you state that there was some type of curse or bad juju before you opened it. That way you could say that it was a life-risking scenario. Uh-huh. That's right. And of course, rule number four. Rule number four, make sure to take credit for whatever you heard. Uh-huh. And... You could also make things up in archaeology because there's a lot of empty pieces that you could fill with whatever you want and just be like, this was a Sasquatch or this could have been a dinosaur that had big purple dicks all over it. Or it could all have been I like, know is that if it wasn't cursed and didn't take 10,000 slaves to build it and it wasn't a tomb, it probably wasn't an archaeology. That's right. There it is. One minute class. Boom. I think we fucking nailed that shit. Fuck yeah, we did. That was good. Good job. All right, one minute class is coming soon. Nicely done, yeah. So Hell go yeah. and subscribe to our YouTube for that one minute class and subscribe to one minute class, OMC. All right. Fucking A. We will be back on Saturday to wrap up Great Wonders Week. Seven Wonders Week. Seven Ancient and New. I haven't named I mean, I named it. Goodbye. Natural Habitat Recordings.